Jamie Mackay, host of The Countries, with us. Hey, Jamie. G'day, Heather. Keep your nerve. Don't sell on a falling market. Oh, yeah, it's easier said than done, but I agree with you on that one. Now, the the rural sector you're describing is feeling muddled. Why is that? Well, I think it might have been best described by your producer, Ants, when he uh, hooked me up from the Dunedin studio here. And he said, look, I, I had a look at that KPMG Agribusiness Agenda report released this morning and it couldn't make hide nor hair of it. He said it didn't make sense. It sort of said things are good, but they're terrible. And that's sort of what... Ian Proudfoot, who's the head of global ag- agribusiness for KPMG, did say the rural sector is muddled and looking for a best way forward amid a, a wave of regulations. Look, um, there's lots of opportunities out there, but there's lots of risks as well, a bit like the share market at the moment. He said that the primary sector had done a remarkable job in reconnecting with world markets and earning record returns when the country needed it most during the pandemic. However, the sector was facing a rising number of issues, labour shortages, decarbonisation, growing, in fact, steamrolling uh, official regulation. And for some in the sector, tension and frustration are boiling over. Proudfoot did say that the government and other policymakers needed to prioritise which regula- regulatory issues they wanted to achieve and do them well rather than confront the industry with a broad wave, I would chuck in title there, Heather, yeah. of regulations which were poorly handled. And I think that's a, that's a, that's a backhanded criticism of the government there. Mm. Too much. They've thrown too much at the farming sector. They've thrown too much at the business sector. Yeah. How are tensions boiling over, Jamie? Oh, you, you, you find things like, uh, you know, the introduction. We've, we've seen the Hiwaka Ekanoa recommendations uh, from the panel to the government. But I just think, uh, like, I, I can see why farmers would get frustrated, Heather. They're looking to be have carbon taxes in 2025. Fair enough. A lot of them are doing a hell of a lot already to mitigate their greenhouse gas emissions. And the other thing is, and I might have mentioned this to you last week, they're not getting due credit for everything they're doing on farm by way of accounting for all the trees, the woody vegetation, all the stuff on their farm that is sequestering carbon but they get no credit for it because it's not officially a forest. Someone needs to figure out a better accounting system and this is what hopefully Hiwaka Ekanoa might achieve. Oh hopefully. Um, Are we expecting moderate price declines in the dairy? Yeah well see dairy's at a record high at the moment. The futures market I think earlier in the week was sitting at over $10. I haven't looked at it um, in the last day or two, uh, Rabobank, and they've come out with their latest dairy, dairy quarterly report today. Uh, they've said that just weakening global demand, and I heard you talking about recession earlier in your show and the probability, especially in the US, of getting one, and, and that is going to dampen demand. And the other interesting thing at play is the big seven, of which were one, Australia, the EU, the US, Uruguay, Brazil, and Argentina, we're contracting our production year on year, uh, and we're going to do it uh, it looks like for the fourth consecutive quarter. That hasn't happened since 2012, uh, 2013. Um, the current slowdown coming off the back of higher costs of production, weather events. Uh, the other interesting thing at play is the geopolitical tensions around China because they weren't too happy with Jacinda's meeting with President Biden in the White House yeah. uh, late last month. Look, they take 40% of our dairy exports uh, Interestingly, China, it's a symbiotic relationship. They rely heavily on us. 90% of China, I mean, this is a huge country, 1.4 billion people. 
94, 90% of China's whole milk powder and 80% of their butter and fats comes from little old New Zealand. <laughs> so, you know, if we were to have a fallout with China, mm, we'd both be losers, I think, Heather. Very fair point, Jamie. We'll hold on to that. Jamie Mackay, host of the country.